welcome everybody to this Lucis Trust New Moon meeting. Um, let's begin, we're right on 5 p.m. here in New York time. So let's begin by sounding together the mantram of the new group of world servants. May the power of the one love pour through the group of all true servants. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great one. May I fulfill my part in the one world through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. Thank you. So as many of you know who are tuning into this program, we usually broadcast these new moon meetings from the Lucis Trust offices in New York, looking out onto the United Nations. Today, because it is this special festival week of the new group of world servers, and because it is also at a really sacred time in many different religious traditions, um, a group of us from the office in the Lucis Trust in New York have relocated to be part of a circle which has gathered at a retreat center um, which um, and a unit of service in the Hudson Valley in New York, the Rosendale unit of service has coordinated a retreat for the seven days of the festival week. And so we're broadcasting this program and holding this meeting from the a circle in the Lifebridge Sanctuary, and which is um, in Rosendale in New York State in the United States of America. So we're going to begin working together with you by simply all of us who are sitting together in this circle will say our names. And as we do this, and perhaps they may say some groups they're associated with, but can we all, for those of us who are that sounds terrible. Those of you, it's those of you who are listening in um, to the webinar, can each of us think of all of the different groups? So as if we hear one name and we universalize that name and think of the large network of groups that are associated with the new group of world servants. So let's begin by naming. Barbara. Rose Bates from California. Maria Cristina Donadieu from the Arizona desert, New Mexico. Kit from Washington, DC. Brad from New Paltz, New York. Wendy from um, Montreal, Canada. Susan from New Paltz, New York. Paul from New Paltz, New York. Kevin from Bearsville, New York. Marilyn from Colorado. 
Terry from New Paltz, New York. Dot from Walpole, New Hampshire, USA, affiliated with Sydney Goodwill, Australia. Cristina from Italy. Marco from Italy. Leslie, Arizona, USA. Cheryl Ames, Iowa, USA. Christina from Brazil. Darcy from Washington, D.C. Dora from Colombia, New York. And from Lucis Trust, New York. Yes. Bob from Colorado. Rene from Montreal. Kathy from New York. Michael from New York. And Steve from New York. So what we're going to do um, for today's gathering in this during in the middle of this festival week, Kathy, Michael, and I, I will speak um, briefly um, on three separate themes. Our overall theme we're looking at is evidence of the new group of world servers in expression. Then after these three talks. Barbara will lead us in the meditation, strengthening the hands of the new group of world servers. And we'll follow that with a conversation flowing out of these themes from the circle here in life at LifeBridge. So I'm going to begin by, and I thought that in a sense, one of the things to be looking for as evidence of the evolution of the new group of world servers in humanity is to look at the emergence of a sense of group, of group consciousness. And one of the clearest signs of the new group of world servers is those individuals who are moving from personal consciousness into a sense of group identity. Usually what this means, um, the sense of group is associated with purpose. So it's affiliation with a group that has a particular shared purpose. And when in the Alice Bailey teachings, when the, the writing is about this emergence of group consciousness, it's a sense of a much deeper group consciousness than just um, those people who may be... Um, simply meeting together around an act of service that's part of the new group of world servers, but the real deep consciousness is about those groups, sometimes small, sometimes large, where there is a meeting together in the soul and where the soul of the group is, in a sense, has an affiliation with the spiritual hierarchy and an affiliation with the plan. And through time, individual consciousness begins to identify with this group purpose. So the groups we're talking about are, in fact, living organisms where this sense of group is not containing and restricting the individuals. It's more that the individuals are freely expressing of a will to serve in a particular way, associated with others, and each is serving for this particular purpose. So as I was thinking about where we see evidence of these groups 
today, I realized how incredibly diverse and vast is this new sense of group consciousness. And I begin, began by looking at the multitude of groups, often very small groups, um, in fields of spirituality, meditation, local groups. Um, I know of different, in different cultural areas, village groups, um, community groups, but <clears throat> uh, groups that many groups now who are starting to gain experience in, subtle, in the subtle worlds, working in the subtle worlds, um, many groups that are trying to go deeper into interfaith cooperation. So if we look, for example, at this huge interfaith network, the United Religions Initiative, we know that the United Religions Initiative is centered on small circles of cooperation. Some of those circles in particular, really individuals from different faiths are learning to work together with such depth that you can see, if we were to think from the ashramic perspective, you can really see a sense of group identity merging. Then, so that's the fields of spirituality. I think also like in religion of these incredible thing of the, um, the, the circle prayer movement, which is now huge. If you look at the website for the circle prayer movement, you see chapters in nearly every country in the world. Um, and within these chapters, cities, you know, many cities and many different circles within a city, all working at deeper, sense of group built out of silence and out of meditation. Um, you, we think of areas that professions, think specifically the sciences are obvious areas, scientists who have a sense of purpose of trying to break through to a new level of understanding of wholeness within their field who then begin organically through conferences, for example, to meet other scientists. Sure, there are many organizations, but really at the heart of this, a sense of someone, you imagine someone really meeting a colleague in their profession who truly reflects a common shared consciousness. These sorts of groups are emerging in every profession. We think of NGOs, um, non-governmental organizations, working in every field. And if, you, if each of us, if we begin by thinking just of our town, and then think of some of the networks in our town where people have worked for 10, 15 years, and at the heart of them, there's a very small group of sometimes only two or three people who clearly are developing a profound sense of a group, a true group in consciousness. So I think in any area we look, we can see this sense of group and it's something changing in consciousness. Thank you, Steve. I just wanted to share, um, there's some misunderstanding at times about what exactly the new group of world servers is. I think people that are new to the work um, they sometimes are a little bit confused about it. And so I just wanted to share a few thoughts, uh, kind of 
um, explain what the group is and just a few facts about its existence and their work. And I'm going to approach it from a slightly different angle than the group definition, perhaps. Um, but I think it's going to definitely add to what what, what Steve just said. Um, so we are told that this group was actually formed by a United Act of the Spiritual Hierarchy in the 1930s that um, really coordinated and connected various points of light around the world of those who are able to respond to that sort of united evocative act of the hierarchy as a whole. And the group was formed for a very specific purpose, and that purpose was to mediate between the subjective and objective worlds. And all that really means, or what, what is really meant by subjective is, um, you could say, the, the, um, the place from where, where upon the, the divine plan is known as a sort of divine ideation or a divine idea. So where the, where the divine plan for humanity and for the planet exists, but it exists as an, as a, as, as an idea. Um, and it's really exists on the plane of divine ideation. Whereas the objective world is um, the world of human thinking and human living. And the task of this group is to bridge between those two worlds. So you could say the members of the new group are um, idealists, but they are practical idealists and that they're able to not just vision the ideal for humanity, the highest idea, um, but they're actually able to take that idea and through, through thinking, through thought, through creative thought, um, create forms, whether those forms are, you know, ideas, thoughts, projects, organizations, whatnot, to see that this sort of highest ideals which humanity can envision are worked out in some way on the planet. Um, so you could say they're practical idealists, but they're not ideologues, definitely. They're not um, people who are sort of obsessed with some ideal. They're practical and they're universal in their thinking. Um, and I think also this group really exemplifies truly what is meditation, actually. Um, because as we know, meditation is not necessarily just seated meditation with the eyes closed in a purely spiritual sense, as we sometimes think of seated meditation being. But um, meditation truly, by definition, is just the um, creative use of thought towards some end. And um, I think that's really exemplary of, of the new group that they're able to be creative. Just one more last thought is um, one thing that really differentiates the people, um, members of the new group of world servers from people of goodwill is that people of goodwill are, um, they all have loving hearts and they often follow through these loving hearts with loving action, um, but they may not always be able to sense the highest ideal for humanity and they may not be able to sense sort of um, to be able to creatively and intelligently work out that which they work out those ideals. Um, and actually one last, one last item I'm going to end with this thought is that the members of the new group of world servers are not necessarily overtly spiritual in their work. 
and they may be scientists, artists, civil servants that take a totally secular approach, but for their, their ability to sense, you know, the highest ideals of humanity, whether that's, you know, the idea of wholeness or of universalism or of redemption or of truth or beauty or knowledge, um, their ability to sense those ideals and see them work out is really what defines them. Thank you, Michael. Um, I guess I'd like to address the evidence of the new group of world servers through the group that is the Heart Center, um, of which most of us might be a member of the Heart Center of this group, because if we look at it as the group at the group as a whole as a living being, it has various centers, seven primary centers, and um, so we who stand as the Heart Center have a specific uh, role to play within the life of that group. And so the evidence of the, of the growth of the new group of world servers, I think, comes because so many people today who are working within that heart center are effectively building that bridge that is uniting. The, our task is to build the bridge between the inner and outer worlds. And we, therefore, are the group that brings life to the whole, the whole of the new group of world servers. And I think, therefore, the evidence that our function is accelerating is because of the growing strength of the new group of world servers in the world. We bring the life to that group, and so the evidence is there, you know, and the strength of our, of our purpose comes by working in the interludes. That's one of the... Um, key qualities of this group, and I think it's one of the key qualities, particularly of the heart center of the group, to work in the interludes, um, to seize the opportunities, the spiritual opportunities, such as particularly this festival week, um, these festival week periods every seven years, but also the um, solstice periods, the equinox periods, the full moon and the new moon. If we can just hold to those PowerPoints in the annual cycle, and then also work in our monthly full moon rhythm, and then in our daily cycles. If we can adhere to the morning meditation, the noontime recollection, the five o'clock link up, if we can just institute those um, PowerPoints in our lives, then we can increasingly, as the years go by, become better agents for the subtle energies to work out through us and through our group and through the world. And then, as I said, we facilitate the, the whole network to be imbued more fully with the energies that are available. And just to conclude that in this chapter on the law of group progress, which is the only place in the teachings where this whole festival week has been mentioned, the Tibetan states that the responsibility, one of the primary responsibilities of the new group of world servers is to become sensitive to vibratory impressions. And I think by instituting these PowerPoints in the lives of, in our lives, we become better able to be, become sensitive to these subtle impressions. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Michael.
can imagine, I love this thing of the, the interludes and the rhythms. So one area for us to imagine is for these rhythms to be being observed in humanity with more regularity, more stability, more solidity than has ever happened before. And that's, for all of us who love this work, that is our responsibility. So imagine inclusive, aligned work, the full moon, the new moon, these seven yearly festivals, the three spiritual festivals, and to always imagine that we do it as one group in consciousness. Now we're going to work with the meditation, strengthening the hands of the new group of world servants. Group fusion. I am one with my group brothers, and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. Alignment. We recognize our place as a group within the heart center of the new group of world servers. Mentally extend a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart center, to the Christ, the heart of love within the hierarchy, towards Shambhala, where the will of God is known.
entire interlude. Hold the mind focused for a few moments on the planetary role of the new group of world servers mediating between hierarchy and humanity, responding to hierarchical impression and meditating the plan into existence. Meditation. Reflect on the seed thought. Through the impression and expression of certain great ideas, humanity must be brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideals <coughs> which will govern the new age. This is the major task of the new group of world servers.
precipitation. Visualize the precipitation of the will to good, essential love throughout the planet, from Shambhala through the planetary heart, the hierarchy, through the Christ, the new group of world servers, through all men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, and finally through the hearts and minds of the whole human family. Lower interlude. Consider the many ways in which the power of the one life and the love of the one soul are working out in the world through members of the new group of world servers, so building the thought form of solution to world problems.
Distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, visualize the irradiation of human consciousness with light, love, and power. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth from the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power Restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Barbara. So, thinking together of some of these ideas of the impression of the group mind, of the group field of consciousness that stands at the heart of the new group of world service. This group field that follows a rhythm of alignment. Do we have some thoughts to share about the state of this group field of consciousness? where we see it, how we see it, its work in the world. 
Yes, and thank you for the sharings in terms of the expression of the new group of world servers. And, you know, as we do a sweep of this planet in this moment, no matter what area we look at, we're seeing a, a strong sense of sharing, shared responsibility and shared leadership from the Sustainable Development Goals at the United Nations to prison reform and within the criminal justice system, including restorative justice, a shift from punishment to restoration, to the politics of belonging that is just starting to emerge, to interspirituality, which was mentioned earlier. In the, in the field of healing, this shift from illness to wellness that has been happening for quite some time. In business, we're talking of cooperatives and a shared model beyond stakeholders. In education, this focus on the child as the guide. Economic sharing, climate action, this tremendous group effort with a shared focus on the well-being of all of us. So I think no matter what field we look at right now, we are seeing this expression of these ideals uh, that coming through into the practical application and expression. And to be able to name them, we help tell this ancient new story that's emerging on the planet. One of the themes that's been flowing through the circle that's been meeting here through the festival week is, as you say, Dot, these powerful expressions that are coming in every field and also responding to the incredible pain is one way of putting it, but the what the transition in human consciousness means and the way in which this group field of consciousness of the new group of world servers is responding to that pain. You've named many of the areas that we've had some expressions, personal expressions of just where individual servers are able to speak of the universal pain that's involved in the transition and something new. And I wonder if anyone wanted to share from the circle here around that area or not. Um, yes, we've had some examples. Um, we st in the circle, we started with some examples. We started with some examples from the prison system of um, someone in the circle who stands within this heart center open to impression. So working between the sensitivity of the inner esoteric workers and bringing herself face-to-face -face with, uh, uh, I, I think, a weekly program working with prisoners um, and spoke magnificently of the work of creating a space to allow these individuals to begin to, first of all, address their pain and then to shift that into a vision of possibilities for these people's lives. And as we discussed this in the circle, it was lifted up to a universal sense of what's truly happening 
into the human and of what the real, the group being able to respond to the, you could say the problems and the problems manifesting in incredible pain and through that pain something new being born. So that was one area we heard. We also heard from some who work in the field of therapy and trauma work and some of the stories of the depth of pain. We think of these words like suicide, but lifting that to see how in the small intimacy of the therapist's rooms throughout the world, there are a group of servers who are able to hear, who are able to respect the sacredness of the human being before them. And by hearing and by being able to be present with no fear, are able to assist this new Aquarius to be born. Sometimes we see that being born in an individual. And as this was shared, that was what we heard. We've heard it through some stories of work in the United Nations. We started to hear it this evening before our meeting through the work of the healers learning to training themselves to heal, training healers to begin themselves to move into the heart center of the new group of world servers. Does anyone have anything they would like to share? Thank you, Steve. Um, I think in, in the realm of also dealing with the depth of pain, where coming as um, a culture, society, more and more to the idea that there is a soul and that there is no death. And even though there's still a lot of fear and confusion of what is the soul and um, how can we prove that there is no death, more and more of, uh, you know, situations, people having personal experiences of that and um, dying and bringing their stories back. And, uh, you know, I know the Tibetan talks about it. It'll come through on the radio. It seems like that's a little passe right now on the radio, but we never know. Um, and I think that's an important uh, vision to, to hold on to because there's so much fear and anxiety. Death anxiety is pretty huge in the uh, therapeutic world at this point. But to bring that idea and that sense of um, that there is no death and there is a soul. Remember the group, this group at the heart center of the new group of world servers hears this holds it in the light. Here's this gradual breaking down of the fear of death, holds it in the light, and through this group is aligned with the hierarchy, with the great ones on the inner side of life. So something in a mediatorship 
mediatorship type thing has happened. I would like to call to mind the borderlands between the United States and Mexico, where there is at the moment so much fear, turmoil, violence, and to note the incredible work that is being done there steadily by groups such as No More Deaths, who go out into the desert, who set up way stations in case people are coming where they might find some water on their way, and indeed have now been accused and brought to court that this somehow is illegal. But that has been going on for many years. Casa Amistad, where volunteers from the medical community come and help with the many folks with their illnesses or their malestades because they have no other recourse. They are not legally here. Or Catholic social services who transports people, who brings them and finds places for them to stay and then makes sure finding places to go to bus stations and giving sanctuary to many. Um, Quakers are intimately involved in all of this. It's a very powerful, powerful hmm, area, a large area, concentrated area, physically concentrated area of humanity that is with much pain, and yet there is so much beauty to be seen. And adding on to the idea of individual therapies and therapeutic responses to pain, we can look at our, at least in this country, our national and global pain sort of writ large, and looking at the upcoming presidential election. And as Dot was saying earlier about the politics of belonging, right? And Michael Lerner talks about the politics of meaning. I think we're seeing a call for citizens to step up to the plate and become more involved in making that change. It's enough to say we're fed up. It's enough to be upset or shocked by what we see in the news. But it takes one more step to really participate actively as citizens. And another part of that is the quest to become citizens first and consumers second. Michael Sandel, who teaches government at Harvard and um, is very popular, has a course on justice, speaks out about that worldwide and has a call to, you know, a reminder to all of us to become citizens first and consumers second. Steve, you gave a talk many, many years ago on the disciple as citizen. And that would be a nice thing to revisit perhaps your talking points or find that talk and, and use it as we all prepare for this next election cycle, at least in the United States.
To uh, follow up on that, one of the early charges for the uh, new group of world servers when it was founded in the 30s was to manifest public opinion, to change the balance. And today, as things fall in upon themselves, is up to us again to expound upon right values, right relationships, and change public opinion. This is a little different. Um, I see the new group of world servers or the group of world servers as a band of energy surrounding the planet. And since 1935, with the cyclic repetitions of the festival week every seven years, this group has become more cohesive and much, much bigger. And so that it's, it's like a solid energy field between hierarchy and humanity. And now through electronic communication, it's possible for groups all over the world to speak to each other simultaneously. And, they're, and getting to know each other and getting to know the huge amounts of groups and individuals in those groups in many, many, many places. So we can visualize this energy field becoming more potent and being able to process more light and love and power through itself into the body of humanity. Thank you. Michael, are there, some, we, are there some comments we have from the webinar? Uh, yeah, there's just a few we could read. Um, let me see here. From Liz McCohey in Hong Kong. She just says that she works as a psychotherapist and gradually she sees an awareness of the soul, that an awareness of the soul is being introduced to the therapy there and this is being accepted and even embraced by clients in that area. She says it's wonderful to witness. It's an example of the ideals of the new group working out. And then uh, Maka Watson says, um, the various conflicts between Western culture and indigenous peoples is one that he notices. Indigenous are challenged to trust and forgive the past pain, fear, and anxiety of the Piscean colonization. And indigenous people can contribute wisdom and certain values to the aggression of Western growth. Um, indigenous peoples can help the scientific community instead of fighting them. And he says, here we have a potential to cooperate between spirit and science. There's also a, somebody, I think Sebastian Palacios would like to make a comment, if that's okay. Okay, we'll see. I'm going to try to see if um, the sound here is loud enough. Um, for him to do that. Okay, so our sound isn't working, Sebastian, so sorry you can't make your comment, but we'll see if anybody else here wants to make one instead. Thank you, Sebastian. I'm sorry, but think it clear and we'll pick it up. <laughs> telepathically. The group had been speaking earlier about the sustainable 
um, development goals and one of the ways in which establishing a more secure peace in the world as, as a byproduct of developing um, countries' you know, needs in the, in the local level. And I was thinking that the sustainable de development on the individual level as well, because one of the, you know, the emerging, you know, healing wisdom in the in the trauma field is that there's a, a hidden trauma, which is the trauma of development, and if peace is a byproduct of developing countries, then, you know, then safety is a byproduct of the individual unfoldment. My sense is that's rather a wonderful point for us to close this gathering. And also a sense of gratitude to think of a gathering of around 80 folks um, thinking together, holding in the heart human transformation, but within the idea that as this is held in the heart, it is held in the heart center of the new group of world servers, lifted to the communion of saints in the inner world, and in fact lifted to the feet of the Christ. And so can we close by sounding together again the mantrum of unification? The, I'm sorry, the mantrum of the new group of world servers, which we opened with. And as we do so, holding this whole human family, passing through the trauma of development to become something which we do not yet know what it will be, Through this, we do know that the soul is becoming conscious in the human in a new, powerful way. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servants. May the love of the one soul, characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May I fulfill my part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech.
Thank you, friends. May we continue on through until the 28th and then continue on through 2020, 2021.